Welcome everyone back to the H2B podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm part of the creative team here at H2B, and I'm super excited to be here with Jess Hanson. Jess, Jess Hanson. Yes. Okay, welcome. And you work with Whitfield County. I do. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm great. So well, let's start with you telling me about your role with Whitfield County and kind of how long you've been doing it, how you got involved, a little about you. Okay. Well, I moved here in 2003 to take on the position of GIS manager here at the county. So what does GIS mean? GIS stands for Geographic Information Systems. It's essentially computerized mapping. So, you know, similar to when you log into Google and you can zoom down and see things, we have our own kind of version of that. Parcels, zoning, land lots, addresses, roads, aerial photography. That's That's cool. All that, I mean, all that information is all, all that information that you see on those maps is all created by, by me, essentially, and a, and a, and a help, couple helpers. We have 40,000 parcels, 36,000 addresses, thousands of miles of roads, hundreds of individually, or thousands of individually road names. All that data needs to be created and kept up to date. And so that's really what my, what my job is here. So it's used in, you, you might see it on the internet, but it's used extensively in the county for 911 sure. and you know everything the county does happens at a place so we, we we try and accurately map and keep that mapping up to date so i feel like that's something that most people don't really think of like you know you can call 911 and they're going to get to you or they can track you from cell phone towers or whatever but you never think about how they know how to get there yeah. so yeah. that's kind of a cool sort of background yeah the, every every 911 call that comes in the 911 center has to has to first map itself in the mapping in order to know who responds. So that's it's it's an important part of of all that. Cool, that's awesome. How long have you been doing this? Uh, well, here since two thousand and three, um, professionally since about ninety seven. One of the things that we want to talk about today was a new park that Dalton is opening. Dal- is it? It's Whitfield Dal- County. Whitfield County. Yes. Okay, but, but which Dalton is a part of? Yes, correct. correct. Okay. Yeah. So it's Rocky Face Ridge Park. Yes. Can you tell us about, like, especially for those that are new to town or new to the podcast, exactly where it's located, just sort of like what people can expect to see? Okay. Yeah, dive on in. Well, the the park is, uh, the park's address is 2209 Crow Valley Road. So uh, for, for those of you in Dalton, if you're on the bypass over by Walmart, Shugart, and that stuff, um, you'd get on Willowdale. From Willowdale, you get on Crow Valley Road. Crow Valley Road eventually dead ends into Crow Valley Road and Poplar Springs, but the park the park is essentially the ridge as you near that 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 intersection and the land around the intersection. How big is the park? It's a thousand acres, oh. roughly. Yeah. Wow. Do you want to talk a little about the history, or or you were saying some things earlier that I I would love to like retouch on as part of that? Sure. Well, uh, you know the the. The acquisition of the property is is an interesting story. the The property was acquired in the early two thousands, primarily using uh, green space funds that were available to both the city of Dalton and Whitfield County. I believe Mike Babb, chairman at the time, kind of led that effort, and that that protected six hundred acres of property up there, which was essentially the ridge. It was basically it was a landlocked property, but it you know it was it was from the from the rock face that you see if you're going up Crow Valley Road all the way even north of north of the north of Crow Valley Road the intersection there that I was talking about earlier, 
That 600 acres was purchased, again, with the Green Space Funds and Community Foundation of Northwest Georgia contributed some funds, National Park Service, but primarily it was Whitfield County and, and City of Dalton using their Green Space Funds to purchase that property. We've had some donations of property that connects to that since then. Uh, the Albert Griffin family out of Tunnel Hill uh, donated some land, excuse me. There's been some Paul Belk and some other realtors have donated some historically important land, but it's not connected, but it's part of the same bridge, if you will. Having that property, you know, our property was essentially landlocked where there was no road access, you know, public road access. And, but in 2016, um, local dentist, Dr. Grant, was selling his property and a man named Greg Cockburn, who was another local historian, he he started basically the process of um, notifying federal part in the National Park Service and some of their organizations about acquiring this, what was 300 acres at the time, and historically significant property where, you know, a lot of, where a lot of the fighting took place and adding that to the park. And Mike Babb, who was still chairman at the time, he really put together the, the, the additional funding that was needed to acquire that, that additional 300 acres. But the additional 300 acres gave us our road frontage. So the, the 600 or 700 acres that we had that was the, the property that we had with those green space funds and the donations, the 300 acres had given us road frontage, allowed us to you know, consider it being a park. Okay, and so the the while well, the the three hundred acres that the county owns, there's um, the National Park Service donates this you know donates funds for you know county to preserve this property, but they don't manage it, and so they they work with the state historic preservation divisions, and typically give a or at least they did in this case gave a conservation easement easement to an organization called the Georgia Piedmont Land Trust. So while we own title to that 600 acre, 300 acres, excuse me, the Georgia Piedmont Land Trust and then and and then the Georgia Historic Preservation Division really say what can and cannot happen there at the park. So the develop of the, on the 300 acres again, which is really the only developable part of the property. So we've worked with them extensively to come up with designs and features and and things that will you know allow the development of the park. So what kind of designs and features are you talking about? Well, what's out there now, okay, is um, about an eight or nine mile mountain bike trail. Cool. Which um, some friends that will love that. Starts at starts at the parking lot there on Crow Valley Road, goes up the ridge and then and then all the way or it's circum it goes all the way north or south, depends on the day of the week, goes around the west side of the ridge and back. It's about it's about nine miles. It gets it's getting excellent reviews. It's a well built trail. So um it's 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 gonna be a very popular mountain biking trail. That trail was funded um through a, a what's a federal program called the Rural Trails Program. Um, Northwest Georgia Sorba, which is the local mountain biking organization. I'm familiar with Sorba. Yeah, they they put in cool. uh, money. They 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 put in the match, as did the Riverview or the Lyndhurst Foundation out of Chattanooga. They oh, cool. provided much, and the Carpet Capital Runnings Club also put in some money. So that that trail was funded. One three hundred thousand dollars was funded 
through the RTP program, Sorba, Landhurst Riverview, and the Carpet Capital Running Club. So the county had no no money in, involved in that trail. That's really cool. It sounds like you have a lot of local support for it, though. We do. A lot of the um, a lot of the money that's gone into the development of the parks thus far has either been through grants or the SPLOST. So the the actual county annual budget is is not has you know that we haven't asked for them for much money going that's into cool. it. So. Um, will there be many hiking trails? There are currently. Um, there's a map if you go to the park in the parking lot. There's okay. a map that you can see, but there's a um, 5K running trail, um, and then and and that trail's fairly well mapped out. But, I will be visiting. Yeah, mm-hmm. but then there are several. There are other little spurs and things like that that you can that you can hike on, or or you don't have to get on the trail and do all five k. There are there are loops and trails that make it shorter. So if uh, if you don't want to do the whole five k, you can you can you can shorten it quite a bit. We've had a cross country meet out there running on the five oh, k. Cool. I think there's two more planned for this year. Cross country, uh, like from the local schools. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it was. Um, I think the. I think the meet, I know the meet was hosted by Southeast and Dalton, okay. a city of Dalton uh, high school. They, it was, I think it was, I'm just not sure which one led it, but, but they hosted that meet. I think there'll be two more this year. Cool. So. It sounds like a great park. It It is. I mean, it's a, it's a, um, it's a, it's, it's primarily, you know, with, with the trust being involved, the Georgia Piedmont Land Trust, their, their mission is, is preservation. Sure. Okay. And so, um, and preservation as as green as green space in nature. Okay, so the park the park will never have a ball field out there, never be a soccer field out there. So, you know, the, the, there's a conservation easement that spells out exactly what can and can't be done out there. It's really going to be always a a nature park. Cool, so it's, I like that. I'm I'm a big hiker, trail runner. So I, any, any additional like green spaces that we have, I think that's really wonderful. In addition to the hiking trails, we have a grant that we're just, we're, it's creeping along. As they do. Yeah. And (laughs) no fault of anybody local or in the state of Georgia, but it's national park service, federal government kind of stuff. There's just a lot of, yes. Yeah. A lot of hoops. But right now, the the mountain bike trail it was funded and designed as a mountain bike trail, so it wasn't really designed for dual use traffic, meaning bikers and hikers. Yeah. And so we're discouraging hikers from being on the trail primarily because of safety concerns. Yeah, because, absolutely. I mean, they, they, when when those bikers come oh, down, they come that around mountain, so fast. Yeah, yeah. And I know that I think the general rule, and correct me if I'm wrong. The general rule is bikers are supposed to yield to hikers on dual use trails. And sometimes when you're coming around those curves that fast or like downhills or uphills or whatever, it's so hard to stop yeah. that quickly. Yeah. So, yeah, we're I definitely concerned about it. that. But we, mm-hmm. that grant that, that I was talking about would be a completely separate hiking trail that will loop, that'll that'll come off the 5K trail. And um, get get uh, get hikers to the top. It's uh, the Riverview Foundation out of out of Chattanooga. They funded the design work of the trail, so the the trail's been designed. It's laid out on the ground. It's flagged. Do you know We're, about how long it would be? Um, I'm sorry. I, no, I didn't, that's okay. Yeah, um, it's it's um, no, I don't, I don't know off the top of my head. Okay. Not nine miles. So, I don't need yeah, nine like, miles. Yeah, no, 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 no. A lot shorter than that. <laughs> and it, you know, it, it was designed to be around a 3% grade, so it should be okay. a pretty easy hike. But um, where the mountain bike trail from the parking lot kind of goes 
straight up the mountain to the west. This one will kind of spur off the 5K trail towards the south and go through the rock face or cool. near the rock face to get to the summit. So. I bet that'll be beautiful. How are the views from the summit? The summit views are incredible. Okay. Yeah. I mean, wow. it, 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 I've taken several people up there over the years, and, and you know, the wow is really the only word to, 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 to say what they say. I mean, well, it's, it's, it's pretty neat. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, is the park officially open? It officially opens July 25th at 4.30 p.m. We're having a celebration out there. That or was my a, next a grand question. Opening. The park is, it's open, you know, the, the trail system is, is built and the, the bike trail is complete. There are a few things that we're yet to do yet in order for it to be, quote, done, you know, but, you know, hopefully we'll, you know, in the coming years we'll, we'll finish those things. But um, as far as being able to go out and, and hike or bike and, and enjoy the, the, you know, the, the beauty of the park, July 25th will be the official opening day. You said at 4.30 p.m.? 4.30 p.m. Are you doing like a big ribbon cutting? Is there like a party? What's happening? Can people well, come? Yeah, oh, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe it will be advertised. I'm not sure exactly what the, you know, how it will be advertised, but uh, but it will be advertised. Yes, it's open to the public. Um, there will be speakers there. Of course, the rec director is going to be speaking. Jevin Jensen, the Whitfield County Board of Commissioners chairman, will be speaking. We have Catherine Sellers speaking, who's the um, – chairperson of the Whitfield County Historic Preservation Commission, if I get that right. Um, Carol Hassel with the Georgia Piedmont Land Trust will speak. Jim Ogden, um, who's the Chickamauga Battlefield Superintendent, he'll His speak. His name is really familiar. So, let's see, I'd, there, there are others. I'm sure. So, yeah. I might try and make it out here for that. That'd be cool. Um, we'll have icy, oh, have an icy truck out there. Okay, know, I will idea. definitely yeah. try and make it out there for that. That was yeah. the selling point. Yeah, for me. there you go. Um, are they so starting that evening? Will people be able to use the trails? Like, yeah. Well, the park a year ago we did what was called a soft opening. Oh, sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, the trail was sitting there. The bike trail was sitting and the trail network was sitting there, and and the parking lot was established well enough that um, that you know. We really, we really needed, we we really needed people to start using it. So we quote did a soft opening then, and but this is the, going to be the official opening. Oh, so, cool! So that's really exciting. A lot so of hard you can go work, out there before finally. then if you want to. I, what is today? <laughs> the, I will probably honestly be there for the opening. I think yeah. it sounds really interesting. Yeah. Kind of going back to your role in all of this, like what has been the greatest challenge? Not even in well, not even your career. Just like with this park, from your perspective, and like how did you handle it? Well, uh, I, I don't. I mean, honestly, the the people that um, I, I I played a, a role in in the design work of the park, and you know what features are going to be out there. Again, working with the trust extensively about what can and can't be there. Okay, the G- Georgia Historic Preservation being in charge of you know they're tasked with looking out for the National Park Service people who gave their gave the money. That they're they're look they're out they're looking out for their interests. So there were a lot of archaeological studies and permissions from those people. And but you know the Georgia Piedmont Land Trust you know has been excellent to work with the Georgia Historic Preservation Division. They've had their responsibilities and requirements. But you know I don't I don't know. I mean there there was a, there was a lot of work to do to get that to be able to get permissions to do everything we wanted to do out there. So I, I mean, I hesitate kind of calling it a challenge because it, you know they were just they were just processes sure. that you had to follow. But, but I'm um, sure when you have that many organizations saying like we need these things, and then you got another one saying we need these things, like yeah. checking all of those boxes yeah. becomes. I think the it, I think the 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 challenge that probably we initially 
you know, the, the park initially started because the mountain, you know, Sorba had applied for this grant to build these trails and there was no parking lot. Mm. We went and filled out a, what was called land and water conservation grant to build an itty bitty parking lot and an itty bitty, you know, restroom. Yeah. And, and, and then, and since that time, that was about 2017, since that time, it's, it's developed into a full fledged park, you know, and we, and we got $300,000 from, the, from, from Splost and Riverview Foundation and Linhurst Foundation out of Chattanooga has been very generous, um, not in this, not just with money, but with guidance. And so I think the the biggest challenge is, you know, was, was, is getting the funding, you know, and waiting for the yeah. funding, you know, the, that waiting game is, has been frustrating at times. It, it'd certainly be nice to have a big pot of money there to, to, to finish it. Wouldn't and, it and be go nice for, yeah. everything, though? Yeah. <laughs> so I think, you know, I mean, funding, you know, we've, we've tried to do it through grants yeah. primarily, um, and the SPLOS was a huge help. But, um, but you know, the challenge probably really is to, to, um, to get the money to, um, to, 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 um, to do the things that, to, that are they're going to make what people expect when they go to a park. Yeah, you know? yeah. So. And, I mean, now that it's here, now that some of those hurdles have been mm-hmm. crossed, what has been the most rewarding part or, and, or what are you most excited about moving forward? Well, I, I mean, I've been, I mean, I've worked with a ton of people out there, you know, to, you know, and getting the park started. But I, I get, you know, honestly, what's most rewarding is if, if you were to look at the property when we acquired it in 2016, it had cattle on it. I mean, it was a nice farm, don't get me wrong, but I mean, it had cattle on it, fences, trees everywhere falling down trees dilapidated houses and 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 the county employees it wasn't me but the county employees that went out there and cleaned it up and and made it really what is a remarkably beautiful piece of property i think that's probably the most rewarding thing to have to have witnessed during this process that transformation yeah i mean it's 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 incredible i mean you go out there now you know you you don't see it like it was i mean you you barely could see it when you drove up the road because the fence lines were so overgrown i mean it's just are there photos of how it originally started well some but no i didn't I, i didn't we i was not a good documentarian oh see I, like the those like where it started and like where you are now yeah. i think are really interesting yeah. so i'm i'm really excited to visit this park now yeah it's it's pretty i mean it's especially on a nice spring day when the Do grass you mountain is... bike uh no okay no no, no okay no. Is there any like um, is there any climbing there? Are there, no. are there climbable rocks? I don't no, know. No, I mean there, there is. A, you know, it's called Rocky Face Ridge Park because mm-hmm. of the because of the rock face that's present that on the mean park. Climbable though. Uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, it, that would be for a question of, of somebody who knows something about climbing. Okay. So, um, you know, I, I don't know how tight the rocks are. You know, I mean, I, I don't have any idea about that, okay. about climbing. So. Oh, cool. Do you have anything else you want to share about the park or the evolution of it or what it will offer? Um, well, no, you know, one thing that we haven't really discussed about is the history. Yeah. So um, I'm, I'm not one, the one to talk about the history of the park. The land acquisitions for the park were made available because of its historical significance. Okay, so the park doesn't exist without the Civil War things that have happened there. There were two skirmishes, a February skirmish and a, and a May skirmish with significant injuries and a significant history. Bob Jenkins is the man to um, to talk to okay. about that kind of stuff. But there are, at the, at the very crest of the ridge, 
There's a, a rock wall that's a couple, two or three feet high that was stacked up there by soldiers during the Civil War. Uh, the hiking trail takes you through cannon emplacements that were dug during the Civil War. The cannon emplacements, you know, and there's, there's dirt stacked 10, 15 feet high where they Jeez. where they dug out for the cannons. There are trenches, you know, scattered all throughout the property. There were there are federal earthworks. There are Confederate earthworks. Um, so that stuff all exists on that property. The, the National Park Service came here and did a bunch of G, GPS, you know, the of those things, you know, several years ago, and they said that Woodfield County has more intact Civil War earthworks than anywhere in the country. Interesting. So, okay. and a lot of those, you know, have have you know have still exists on that park. So um, there's part of the walking trail has historical markers on it that that are that are that describe what happened out there they're beautifully done you can qr you have a qr code oh, on that's there. Cool. so yeah i mean it's if you're going out there for nature or mountain biking or hiking or you want to run the 5k i mean that's 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 you know has to deal with outdoor recreation but the history is is really do you know if at some point they're going to offer like a guided historical talks or walks I, it's something my mother would be very interested in i think but you know, again, Bob Jenkins sure. is the is the guy that I would contact for any kind of. Um, We're gonna give Bob a call. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I know that he's had some. He's done some of that in the past. Cool. So, so, but yeah, the the history is really extensive out there. So, do you know where our listeners could potentially go to find out more about it? About the history. Mm-hmm. Well, I would say that the Whitfield County Historic Preservation Commission probably has some some information about it. There, there are several. The uh, Visitors Convention Bureau over here okay. at the train station uh, would have some information about it. The walking trail has, you know, we've got eleven or twelve signs out there. I forget how many that um, that describe some of the history that occurred there. Cool. It sounds like they're going to be pretty well set up. Yeah. Well, that's great. Thank you. You're welcome. I think I'm. I think I'm all out of questions. Okay. All right. It sounds great. I, there's a really good chance I will be there on July 25th. So Excellent. Yeah. We'll Get see yourself you an icy. I absolutely <laughs> will. <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. Um, well, cool. Thank you for being here today. Really appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. Bye.